Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode-by-episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of Shield podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah, and I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be talking about season two, episode twenty, Scars. Woohoo! So, Mariah, how was your week? It was good. I went and saw the new Ant Man movie the other night, and I really liked it. Um, there's been like some complaints about it, and I can see where people are coming from a little bit, but me personally, I I liked it. So. Cool. That's good. Yeah, the, I think the only thing that I have seen about it is that um, the person who plays the daughter, Catherine Newman, is was on Supernatural. So, love her. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, how was your week, Caroline? It's been good. Um, I already told y'all about my Mardi Gras party uh, last time that we were, like, gearing up for. So, that went really well. Um, yeah. And I'm helping my friend move tomorrow. Today was her last day at work, and I tried really, really hard not to cry in front of her. So, <laughs> and it worked. But as I was walking out the door, she came back in, and I was like, "You can't see me. You weren't supposed to see me again." <laughs> <laughs> I had to like soak my tears back up real fast, but it's all good. <laughs> all right, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so this episode was written by Brent Fletcher and Drew Z. Greenberg and directed by Kevin Tancherowin. Drew Zienberg. Drew Zienberg. Editing Mariah here. So the Wikipedia for this was actually wrong. It's really written by Rafe Judkins and Lauren LaFranc and directed by Bobby Roth. Marguerite Suavage. I assume that's how you pronounce her name, and if it's not, I'm sorry, Marguerite provided the poster for Scars, which prominently features Jiaying and her scars in a way that the series cannot do with special effects, while also depicting Sky near the former stomach to cement the maternal connection between them. And a while ago, I had told you that there was a, a poster that was my phone background for a while, and this was the poster. Okay, I feel like I remember that, maybe? This It might this have been on my familiar. Tumblr. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, this does look familiar. But also, it's, like, very, um, like, Greek mythology-esque. And I know that was a a big thing for you, so. Yeah, still is. (laughs) Still is. Um, But cool, that looks really cool. Why, okay, wait, it says... It features her scars in a way the series can't do with special effects. Why is that? Um, I don't know. Maybe there's more of them? It looks like just normal scars. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's, like, this stylistically? Maybe. Anyway, it looks great. I love it. (laughs) It does. All right. Let's get into it. Who do we meet? Uh, there are no new characters, I don't think. So, that's all. Let's <laughs> let's do it. Uh, let's so do first it. of all, Koenig. Koenig <laughs> with his Star Wars sheets. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so Sam and Billy Koenig briefly reference Call of Duty at the beginning of the episode when they mention spawn kills and black ops. Ah. I'm not a gamer. I've never played any games ever in my life, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. <laughs> and I don't intend to start now. I will. You can never place... <laughs> I was trying to think of some kind of, like, way to turn around the take it from my cold dead hands thing um but you could never place it in my hands <laughs> but like if i was dead you probably could but i would not want it i wouldn't want to play i'm <laughs> i will never play games <laughs> and you can't make me <laughs> except like mario kart i don't know <laughs> yeah mario kart is fun um and duck hunt that was my shit. <laughs> anyway, um, I love that all of his suits are exactly the same, but then he has, like, fun socks and fun lanyards. So cute. <laughs> it is cute. He's just like me for real. <laughs> Literally. Um, and he put on his chapstick, which was a very important part of his morning routine, and I'm so glad <laughs> that he did. The post-it on Sam's mirror says, Call your sister! They have a with, sister? <laughs> with three exclamation points. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so are they like fraternal however many lets? <laughs> I don't know. They're 13 siblings. Anyway. I was a little disappointed to find out that this was a flashback and not that he was just back. But um, <laughs> we are finally learning about Theta Protocol. And it's a helicarrier, so not some, like, crazy evil master plan of Coulson's. Yeah. Helicarrier 64, which is featured here, is the same one that appeared in the Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. Hmm. Following the events of the Dirty Half Dozen leading up to the opening scene of the film Avengers Age of Ultron, this episode deals with the aftermath of the film, containing plot threads and other connective tissue with it. Comparing this tie-in to first season's tie-in Captain America the Winter Soldier, executive producer Jeffrey Bell said, Our stories have to stand on their own. We're not getting blown up like we were last year with Hydra and Captain America, but some <laughs> elements or some things from the movie do affect some of the relationships and our episodes moving forward in an interesting and constructive manner. Cool. We love that. And um, I think that adds some context to the actions of a lot of characters in this script. Because spoilers yeah. for Caroline's opinion on this episode, yeah. but I saw that you were getting like kind of frustrated but, like, yeah. you you almost have to remember, like, Iron Man just, like, set Ultron loose on the world, and Ultron destroyed an entire city, so everyone's a little tense. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was very, I was confused and frustrated and was like, well, you'll see later. I did not like this episode. <laughs> I was not having a good time. <laughs> Straight up not having a good time. Seriously. Um, so, back to the future. Coulson is telling Other Shield about Theta Protocol. 
Coulson offers to merge the two shields with him acting as director under Gonzalez and Co.'s advisement. This way, we'll have a cool underground base and a boat. <laughs> that sounds stupid, but whatever. <laughs> and Gonzalez, I think he agrees. We never really know with him, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Fitzsimmons are watching Sky, watching Lincoln, and talking about how she won't talk to them about where Lincoln is from. Man. Sky has been watching Lincoln for so long and just everybody's just watching her watching him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Fitzsimmons go to check on Kara, a.k.a. Agent Palamas, because she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Uh, So I'm going to start calling her that until she stops being a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. (laughs) Her test results are back and Simmons assures her that her brain scans look totally normal, which means that any brainwashing that Hydra was using to control her is totally gone. Um, So she is herself, although she may still have some memory gaps. Palamas says that knowing Bakshi is gone has helped more than anything. And it took me longer than it should have to figure out why Simmons looked weird at that statement. (laughs) duh she killed him and Simmons is still obviously very conflicted about having killed Bakshi yeah Um, but just then the power starts flickering and it seems to be coming from Lincoln waking up Skye assures him that he's safe but he's not happy that she brought him to S.H.I.E.L.D. he says that the only thing keeping the afterlife safe was their secrecy and now that S.H.I.E.L.D. knows about it they will never stop until they find it and I mean, like, they did already know about Sky, so I feel like finding out about the afterlife was only a matter of time at this point. Um, but I. Yeah. I do agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Raina is playing fortune teller when uh, Gordon comes to check on her. She says she's starting to feel at peace with her gift finally, but she's having trouble deciphering what's a dream and what's a vision. She starts to describe her most recent one of a stone. Gordon gets a little nervous and starts asking questions about what it looks like. So they tell Jaying and decide that this could be something sent by the Kree who decided that they were a mistake after all, meant to destroy them. Um, (laughs) And like that part (laughs) felt very like they needed a bigger, badder villain or like plotline or whatever. Um... (laughs) It made me laugh a little bit, but... I don't disagree. <laughs> at this point, I they are kind of, like, throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jaying agrees for Raina to go with Gordon to try and find this stone. And Raina seems a little too pleased, honestly. <laughs> they appear on the S.H.I.E.L.D. cargo ship. Raina confirms that this is the location, and they immediately hide from Morse and May walking down the hallway together. Jiaying asks Cal more about Raina and how dangerous she really is. Cal explains that no matter what she had, Raina has always wanted something more, and was always resourceful and, in his words, selfish enough to get it. Queen Raina demanding what she wants. (laughs) (laughs) I loved his example of, like, Oh, yeah, the pastry chef would uh, give her the day-old pastries, and then she started saying that she needed the fresh ones. 
<laughs> if if they were willing so to give her evil. cotton, why not silk? Yeah. Why so not? <laughs> why She's not? She's just asking. They give can say no. <laughs> What's the difference? Hmm? <laughs> um, so Raina and Gordon are making their way through the halls of the ship, talking about how Raina doesn't feel important to Jaying like Gordon is. When all of a sudden, Hunter catches them and sounds the alarm as Gordon makes them disappear. Coulson and Gonzalez see the footage immediately and know that they're going for the ever-popular cargo on the lower deck. Gordon and Reyna find the stone. It, like, turns to liquid and then back to stone, which was very weird. Um, and then May and Morse find them, so they, of course, disappear. They call this stone something, and I was trying to remember what it is. It's not yeah. the obelisk, because they already used that. Right. And I can't for the life... They're gonna say it, but it, like, <laughs> bothers me that I can't fucking remember what they called it. Well, when they do finally say it, you can be like, Ah! I knew it! <laughs> That's the word! <laughs> it was on the tip of my tongue this whole time! <laughs> um... So, Gonzalez and Morris and other S.H.I.E.L.D. all discuss what this could mean, while Hunter is annoyed that everyone's ignoring him uh, whenever he tries to join the conversation. I did like his doodle of Reyna, though. <laughs> Very <laughs> creative. So, Coulson and May go to ask Sky about what this, co- what this cone could be. Um... So Coulson and May go to ask Skye about what this stone could be and how worried they should be about Reyna and Gordon. Coulson and May's side seems to be that obviously Gordon is dangerous since he teleported onto a military vessel. Um, <laughs> Skye says that the same case could be made about them. And given their and that given their experience with May, specifically in Bahrain, it makes sense for the inhumans, as they call themselves, to want to remain secret for their own safety. I know that's a yeah. low blow. Yeah, this was that scene made my skin crawl. I hated it so much. I was like, okay. <laughs> First of all, I do. I think that they are jumping to conclusions about Gordon being dangerous, and also that was not okay <laughs> to bring up. No, no. But finally, we get the name in humans. I've been yeah. kind of waiting for that. <laughs> I let it slip once. I didn't notice. The name. <laughs> it was brand new to me. I think the name Inhumans is so odd um, to think about because when we say, in like, it just brings up this connotation of, like, treating someone badly. That's inhuman to do that. It's inhumane to treat someone this way. It's like, it's like bad treatment um, or like morally not good. Um, so I think that's, that's inhumane and like inhuman is more like describing something that is off. Like if someone is like acting really weirdly or like moving in a way that like it shouldn't be possible to move. You're like, oh, that's inhuman. Like Uncanny Valley. I feel like I use them interchangeably. I use 
inhuman and inhumane interchangeably. Um, I wonder if there is a difference. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We but. could look it up. We're literally <laughs> on our laptops right now, but we're not going to. We're not going to. <laughs> it's going to make my CPU do things. <laughs> I don't really matter. know what a CPU is, but it comes up on my Zoom. It's like your it's, CPU is high. You know what it like, is? It's two thirds of my initials. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all, it's, it's almost me. Yeah. But it's not human, so it's it's the inhuman me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been it's been a weird day. Colson and May seem very concerned that Skye wants to protect her new friends and won't tell Shield every single detail about every single thing that they want to know about them. Um they also seem super upset that Skye is referring to herself as part of the inhuman group, even though she literally is. Okay, again, and I'm gonna keep saying it through this whole episode. I, they're like jumping to conclusions and like the that they feel entitled to Sky telling them every single thing made me so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I guess I don't know. I guess they're like, well, you're a Shield agent. You should be giving us all of this intel um this is literally your job but also like she's kind of been through a lot in the last few weeks <laughs> yeah and like can we give to her an a second extent, to an extent like this is her personal life like yeah. th- that this doesn't have it shouldn't have anything to do with shield exactly yeah they decided that they have to do something about it, which we do, I think is like the next scene maybe, or in the next couple of scenes where I like really go on a rant about it. Um, but, um, yeah, pissed me off. So moving on <laughs> to hearing me more pissed off. <laughs> so agent Weaver and Gonzalez tell Morris that they figured out how to recreate Hydra's tech to follow Gordon and find the afterlife. And they're planning to go and, quote, pay them a visit. No! (laughs) This is literally exactly why everyone hates you. They are quite literally using Hydra's technology to do exactly what Hydra was doing. But, like, but it's okay because they call themselves S.H.I.E.L.D. and nobody actually told them that they were S.H.I.E.L.D. They just decided... And, but now it's okay because you're doing it. I don't, it made me so mad. (laughs) Um, and I did appreciate that Morris seems to call them out every time to be like, why, why are you doing that? Um, but anyway, so old and new shield all meet to discuss what to do about the inhumans as if they have to do something about them. Gonzalez refers to it as a plan of attack. And Coulson's like, why are we attacking? <laughs> and Weaver's like, they're a threat. And Morse says, says who? <laughs> and Weaver goes, well, everyone 
they all have powers and like the capability to hurt us as if may couldn't also kill every single person in that room by herself in like 15 seconds flat like exactly (laughs) of course they have the capability of hurting you so does everyone so colson offers a more diplomatic approach setting up a meeting with jaying just to talk Morse suggests that Sky be their liaison since she's also a shield agent. She's kind of the perfect middleman here. Thank you, Morse. Voice of reason here. Yeah. Um, Gonzalez asks if Sky even is still a, a shield agent. And Colson's like, a fucking course she is. <laughs> Why are you asking? And May goes, no, actually, we do need to see whose side Sky is on nowadays. And, like... Why are there sides? Why? Why? (laughs) Why do you have to? Like, literally, like, just seconds ago, most of the people in this room were talking about waging an attack, a war, on these people that they know literally nothing about just because they know nothing about them. (laughs) And May is... May was really pissing me off in this episode. Like, she really didn't see that Sky might have a point in not telling them immediately everything that she knows about these people when everything that she has said that they're they're afraid of is literally happening right now, currently in front of their eyes. Like, Woosa. I had I had a lot of feelings <laughs> about this episode. Ugh. So Gordon and Reyna tell Jaying that S.H.I.E.L.D. does have the stone under lock and key. Cal is there, for some reason, for this conversation. Um, And he starts berating Reyna about how she's faking her visions just to create chaos. And honestly, in this moment, he sounds like Hunter trying to convince everyone that Morris was... What was it? A psycho (laughs) she-devil? Unfortunately, I feel like he may have been right. Um, but a little right, a little, but he was going about it really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jiang recognizes that shield is going to be a problem, but Cal reminds her that sky cares about her family at shield and that they should tread carefully for her sake. Sky begs Colson not to talk to Jiang to just leave the afterlife alone. And he says he can't. She'll just has to go in and create a census and add everyone to the index. Obviously. You know that. You're a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And Sky says she's not sure about that, actually, at the moment. But I'm pretty sure it's just because she didn't want to pick sides. She didn't want to be in a war um, for no reason. Yeah. So... She compromises by asking for her and Lincoln to be allowed to go back alone first so that she can talk to Jaying on Colson's behalf. She says, she'll listen. Colson says, why? And she says, she's my mother. Skye's literally so bad at keeping secrets. <laughs> oh, what a spy. That was like the one thing. <laughs> that was the one thing that Jaying told her. <laughs> was, Don't tell anybody that we're related. And she's told everybody. <laughs> And then Colson tells everybody. Yeah. Now, I guess Cal did kind of spill the beans to everybody at 
the afterlife first, but Sky had already told Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Morse and May see Agent Palamas being taken to the brig or whatever. Um, Morse, as always, has compassion for a fellow S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, but May says, when she takes your face, then we can talk. That was pretty funny, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mad at you, but that was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was that even May? I don't even know at this point. Anyway. I don't know when I don't know when they switched. I don't know either. How did Kara escape? Yeah. Well like by the end of the episode, when that was when that revealed, I was like I was literally racking my brain trying to figure out like, okay, did I hate May in this episode because it was never May? Like (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can can still love her even though she pissed me off. I'm learning how yeah. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Working on it in therapy. Um, anyway, so Morse checks in with Mac while he's working out. And uh, Morse says that she's aiming to change Mac's mind on something. We don't know yet. Uh, I got, And now I'm realizing now that it was about him, him uh, leaving. Um... So he asks her how her fence mending with Hunter is going, and it is not. (laughs) Morse says something is wrong with her because she doesn't know how to feel her emotions as intensely as Hunter does. I have no idea what that scene was about at that moment in time when I watched this, when I wrote this. (laughs) Uh, When she was like, I'm practicing my speech. And then she like, I still don't really know what that was about. I'm practicing my speech when she first came in. That was what she said. And then when she left, she said, I think I'm up for what? (laughs) I have no idea. Was she going to leave too? She quitting? I don't know. I don't know. The, the parts about Bobby and Hunter though, always felt so pointless to me. Like they were never compelling as a couple for me. So I was like, why are we focusing on this? Why are we doing this? I don't know. I mean, like, I'm, I would be glad for them to apologize to each other so we can, like, be done with that dramatic part of things. Um, but, yeah, I was really confused. I was really confused on this scene. (laughs) Um, so Coulson goes to see May in the garage, and they lament their plane... Coulson reveals to May that Jiang is Sky's mother. And May has zero reaction to this. <laughs> Except to say that she will inform the council. And I know that she's mad at Coulson, but damn, that was cold. <laughs> Coulson stops her because he wants to begin the lengthy apology that he owes her. But May doesn't want to hear it. She brings up the girl in Bahrain and how she had to make a call. She says that she only told Andrew about it because she had clear work-life boundaries then, which is good. And then she says that when Coulson asked her to put him down if necessary when he started carving, she never would have done that, but she should have stopped him, which is okay. (laughs) I'm still like, I'm feeling you. I'm a little lost, but okay. Um... (laughs) 
Coulson says, well, but I never went too far. And May says, Sky is living proof that you did. Which I feel like was uncalled for and not true. <laughs> um, because Hydra was trying to find the city too. And they were going to use it for much more nefarious plans. At least Coulson's plan was to like block it off so that no one else could get to it. Like... I was so I was so confused. I literally said, what is happening? Who wrote this episode? It's just absolute chaos. And I don't know if that's, like, intentional or not. But it's, like, it is, everyone's yeah. just talking past each other. Everyone's, yeah. like, misunderstanding. Everyone is mad at each other. Yeah. And, like, seemingly for no reason... Or like they're like just finding a reason to be mad at each other, and it's stressing me out. <laughs> or they're like mad about one thing, and they say like they say that they're mad about something else, or like yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, true to life. Like you're actually mad about this one thing, but you found another reason that avoids having to confront them about the real reason you're mad at them and so yeah you're like you seem really really angry that they left the sink dripping <laughs> yeah yeah oh i i was so stressed <laughs> watching <laughs> this <laughs> um so Simmons finishes up Lincoln's index session and goes to see Sky and Fitz. She gives Sky a little dashboard hula girl that she got from the bus before it went down. It was so cute. Aww. And Fitz says, yeah, she shakes, but you're not doing anything. That's why it's funny. <laughs> oh, Simmons, that's so sweet. It was. Um... I love that. Because she collects them. She collected them, right? Or no, she just had one in her van. And then Cal yeah. had one. It was cute. Yeah. I liked it. Um, it was one of the few moments in this episode that I was like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Coulson interrupts and Skye heads out with him and Lincoln. Lincoln tells Skye how his, his indexing was, and Coulson confirms that S.H.I.E.L.D. taking blood samples while he's unconscious is simply protocol. Which Lincoln says is exactly what Hydra said. Fucking burn! <laughs> <laughs> Coulson is uncomfortable, so he <laughs> asks how the teleportation works. <laughs> um, Skye gets a little more stoked about it than she meant to, I think. Um, when she starts to explain the quantum entanglement that Gordon told her about. But then she can feel Lincoln, like, waiting for the conversation to be over. So she so she and Coulson share a quick goodbye, and they head off to get far away from S.H.I.E.L.D. so Gordon will actually come for them. Raina comes running after Gordon, breathless, saying she's had another vision, and S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming with Quinjets, raining fire down on the afterlife. She says they can't tell Jiang because that's how it starts. So Jiang can't be the one who talks to Shield. Maybe it should be Raina. Literally, <laughs> why? <laughs> that was so funny to me for her to be like, maybe I should do it. Because why? <laughs> why would they ever? 
think that. Like, even with the visions, what authority would Reyna possibly have over anyone in the afterlife to be making any kind of decisions? Like, she's only been there a few weeks, and a, this place has apparently been around for millennia. And you know what? I oh, did. Reyna. I thought that that was a real quick change in her temperament. <laughs> Reyna, Reyna. Queen Reyna. We see right through you. <laughs> they see right through me. They, they see, see right through me. I see right through me. Okay. <laughs> Sky begs Jaying to sit down and talk with Coulson. She tells her that she knows Coulson is trustworthy because he's the closest thing that she's had to family until now. Every scene was so short. Every scene in this episode is so goddamn short. <laughs> that yeah. was literally and all I got from so- it. So few fun facts, too. Yeah. Like, and I felt like the episode was going faster than I could take notes on it. Yeah. And so, I, like, I really don't have a lot to say in this episode. I feel like I'm just listening to you talk. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that. It's okay. No, like, I, because I, so I usually, I try to write my thoughts down at the end of each scene, and I was like, this was only, like, 30 seconds long. <laughs> Yeah. Like every I'm having to stop every 30 seconds to write about it and then it's like I get one sentence. It felt very weird. <laughs> um so Colson is going over the plan with the council when Gonzalez suddenly says that Colson shouldn't be the one going in at all, apparently. The inhumans are barely okay with meeting with Colson. Like why does he think that they they would agree to meeting with anyone else? <laughs> Um, he says that Coulson is too close to Sky. That's literally the only reason that they have this opportunity at all. But whatever. (laughs) Um, he then says, this group of people is the biggest threat S.H.I.E.L.D. has ever faced. Says who? Y'all literally only found out that they even exist, like, two seconds ago. Which means (laughs) that they have quite literally never done anything to you, ever. How could they possibly be a threat? (laughs) This is, this is colonizer mentality, and it's driving me insane. (laughs) Morse is the only one in this scene who speaks up that this opinion is not based in fact in any way. Um, so kudos to her. Coulson asks what May thinks, and she says that she agrees with Gonzalez, so Coulson concedes. After this episode is over, this is what I said, after this episode is over, I'm erasing it from my memory. This is not canon May, and I hate this. (laughs) This is where I wrote, this is going to end so badly. Yeah, for real. Like, I know what happens, and even without knowing what happens, I'm like, there's no way that this could end any other way than badly. Literally. And, like, I mean... I don't know if it would have changed the course of events if it actually was Coulson that went... Like, obviously we're glad that Coulson wasn't the one who was who was killed, but, like... I don't know. I wonder if that would have changed anything if they had just stuck to that plan. I think that, one, Jiaying 
wouldn't have done it because Sky. Sky would know that Coulson wouldn't have shot her. Yeah, one Jaying wouldn't have done it because Sky loves Coulson, and I do think that Jaying genuinely cares about Sky. Yeah. And two, Sky would immediately know that something was up. Mm-hmm. And that Coulson would never shoot her mom. Yeah. Because both of those people care too much about Sky to do something like that that would hurt her. Yeah. So, I do yeah. think that things could have been different. Absolutely. Um, so everything is Gonzalez's fault is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Always. That's been, like, the whole season. Everything is Gonzalez's fault. Literally. <laughs> Even before we knew there was a Gonzalez. It was all his fault the whole time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fitz goes to check in with Simmons as she packs up for the mission. He offers to go with her, not really to help with indexing, but because she almost died on the last, on the last mission. Ugh. But because she almost died on the last mission, and he's worried. She says she's not going in with Ward this time, so she's safer. Fitz tries to comfort her and say that he wanted to kill Ward too, but since neither of them could, that means that they're better than him because they aren't killers. But Simmons says that's not what she's upset about. She's not upset that she, could, that she couldn't try to kill Ward. She's upset that she tried and failed. She and Fitz are really not on the same wavelength lately. I don't think anyone in S.H.I.E.L.D. is right now. You're fucking right on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really think, like, I feel like the scars in this episode are not just about the physical scars, but, like, the emotional scars. Like, yeah. everyone in S.H.I.E.L.D. is scarred in some way. And they're reacting to it in various ways. Yeah. Everybody's trauma is coming up. Everybody is being triggered in different ways and showing it differently and just lashing out at each other. Yeah. It's chaos. Truly. <laughs> um, so May, who we think is May, takes Morse to head out uh, on their own Quinjet first to scout out the afterlife before C- Gonzalez and Weaver land. Hmm. Mac visits Colson in his office. He says even though Theta Protocol ended up not being the big bad evil that Gonzalez thought it would be, and even though Colson is in full control of his actions and was in no way responsible for someone else drugging him with alien blood, Max still, for some reason, doesn't feel comfortable working for Colson. Rude. Colson offers to have Mac transferred to be under Gonzalez's management, but Mac says he doesn't want to be part of Shield at all if Colson is the director. Extra rude. But Colson handles it with grace, and Mac goes to collect his things and leave. That was a scene, but <laughs> it it sure was. <laughs> the thing that I uh, that I wrote down was. That Mac's been with S.H.I.E.L.D. 13 years. 13 years. (laughs) 
Anyway, um, so Coulson gets back to work, and Simmons boards the Quinjet to the afterlife. I do feel like I want to refer to dying as boarding the Quinjet to the afterlife from now on, though. (laughs) (laughs) He boarded the Quinjet to the afterlife. (laughs) Anytime somebody dies on this show, that's what we're going to call it. New inside Jode joke alert. Jode alert. (laughs) (laughs) New inside Jode. Never mind. There it is. (laughs) Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Inside Jode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. That was really good. I like that a lot. <laughs> okay. Jiaying and Cal are discussing the possible repercussions of allowing Shield to come to. Th- Sorry. <laughs> I started saying that like a news reporter. <laughs> I'm just still thinking about Inside Jode. <laughs> or Inside Jode. And we've completely forgotten about what the Inside Joke was going to be. Porting the Quinjet to the afterlife. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every time someone dies. Or Inside Jode. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. We gotta remember that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my stomach hurts. Whew. So Jiaying and Cal are discussing the possible repercussions of allowing S.H.I.E.L.D. to come to the afterlife or starting a war instead. My thought during this was, don't listen to Cal's advice on S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) Literally. He is not coming from an objective point of view. (laughs) Truly. Truly. Now, we will say, because this next part... He, he did try to offer another perspective. He said what he felt, what he experienced, and then he said that while he doesn't particularly like, particularly like or trust anyone connected to S.H.I.E.L.D., and he certainly doesn't think that they should allow S.H.I.E.L.D. to start indexing them, he does know that Coulson, in particular, cares about their daughter immensely. And I liked that he brought that up. Um... I felt like that was, that was growth for him, you know? Yeah. Um, Jiang tries to think of something that she can do to prove to S.H.I.E.L.D. that inhumans are not a threat. And Cal suggests that they offer him as an olive branch. S.H.I.E.L.D. loves locking people up. High fives all around. (laughs) (laughs) And then they have a very cute moment of remembering why they loved each other and how much they both have changed in the decades that they were apart. This is, this, like, every scene it feels like such whiplash. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Morse and May, fake May, uh, talk as they fly about how Matt quit and about the times that they've each thought about leaving S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Again, the shortest fucking scenes. That that one was also one sentence. <laughs> um, 
So Hunter and Fitz are hanging out with Coulson, and Coulson is trying to convince them that he thinks Gonzalez going in instead of him was the best choice for S.H.I.E.L.D., but Hunter and Fitz disagree. As do I! (laughs) As do I. As do we! (laughs) As do we! Uh, I don't know why I'm just repeating what you said. (laughs) Because it was the only possible response. (laughs) Yes. You're right. (laughs) Um, So Gordon bursts into Jiang's office and approaches her without saying anything, and I am very nervous. (laughs) That That was a very aggressive entrance for him, and he said nothing, and then it cut off, and I was... Very freaked out. <laughs> it's so weird. It was so weird. Um, Weaver gives Gonzalez his super special backup plan box that he is very specific about which pocket he puts it in. Um, and thinking back about it, I don't think that that mattered. I don't know why he was like, let me put it in this pocket. Nope, this pocket, you know? Interesting. I don't know. I didn't notice that. He started to put it in his left, like, in on the inside pocket on the left side of his jacket, and then he stopped and he put it on the right side. It was very weird, very specific, and I, I don't know why he did that. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I don't um, know either. Anyway, but then we see that May is driving their plane too. Oh no, Morse! Yeah. <laughs> um, so Morse asks clearly fake May about the landing coordinates, and Kara reveals herself, saying that she remembers whatever the fuck Morse did to her. Uh, so the fight ensues as the Quinjet lands. Who approved them to take this plane, by the way? <laughs> if this was not May, and, I, like, how did they get approval for this? You know? Because May's driving, May's piloting um, Gonzalez's plane. Yeah. I don't know. It's... I was very confused. <laughs> I'm hoping they this explain... This is a confusing episode. It's so confusing. I'm hoping that they will explain, like, how this plan happened um, in the next episode. But I, I don't know. I'm very confused. Um, so then the plane lands and Morse steps out, only to be shot with an icer by Ward. God damn it! He's like herpes. He just keeps coming back. This is the start of that storyline that I just couldn't bring myself to care about the first time around, to be honest. <laughs> and, I mean, you'll see what it, like... I, I would the the listeners likely know what I'm talking about and probably disagree with me but the whole time I was like why are we doing this why? am I supposed to care I think I'm supposed to care but I don't is it like my okay I'm gonna guess I know you can't tell me um I, I'm assuming from what Kara said that, like, I don't know, Morse did something to her. Either, I, I don't, it must have been while she was with S.H.I.E.L.D. 
that she just like pissed her off or something. I don't know. Or maybe she did something to her while she was like undercover with Hydra. I don't know. Anyway, Ward's back and I hate it. <laughs> but hey, at least you don't have to deal with a redemption arc. I hope. Huh? <laughs> huh? You're right. You're right. I guess. I guess not. <laughs> Silver linings. I just wanted him gone. <laughs> uh, anyway. So then, thank God, at least one stupid thing didn't happen. Gordon didn't do anything to Jaying. Thank God. Um, he told her about Raina's plan. And so they, Sky and, and some other lady go to see Raina and tell her that she's a lying, manipulative bitch and that no one trusts her. So she's being kept under guard until S.H.I.E.L.D. leaves. Alicia Vela Bailey plays the inhuman called Alicia. She's also served as Adrian Palicki's stunt double since Palicki joined the cast. Whoa! And she gets a character with her own name? That's cool. Yeah. I love that. Get that coin, Alicia. Yeah, hell yeah. I do like that they changed the spelling of her name. Um, not that the <laughs> oh, listeners yeah. can hear that, but that's interesting. <laughs> that is funny. I didn't even notice, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't notice that I said the same thing twice. <laughs> that was pretty fun. But cool. Good for her. I love that. Um, so Gordon meets with the S.H.I.E.L.D. entourage and escorts Gonzalez to Jiang's office, where Sky, Jiang, and Cal are waiting. Sky asks where Coulson is, understandably, and Gonzalez says he has Coulson's same intentions. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Literally exactly what I wrote here. No, you don't, Gonzalez. Literally. I'm... I have so many feelings about just that one statement. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Gonzalez asks why Cal is there. Jiang explains that she is offering him to S.H.I.E.L.D. since S.H.I.E.L.D. returns Sky and Lincoln to her. She says they pride themselves on doing the right thing, even when it hurts. Gonzalez accepts, so Sky tells, so Jiang tells Sky to bring Cal out to the agents outside, while Jiang and Gonzalez speak alone. Sky is nervous. I am nervous. <laughs> We're all nervous. Everybody's nervous. <laughs> um, so Sky and Cal say their goodbyes as she walks him through town. And Cal finally gets to say how proud he is of the woman that Skye has become, even if he didn't get to be part of her journey. And he's grateful that he got to know her anyway. Skye says, ditto. <laughs> um, Gonzalez says that Skye told him about what Hydra did to Jaying. I, first of all, I don't think that Skye told Gonzalez what happened. First of all. No. Um, and he says that he bears Hydra scars as well. And Jiang has a good line here that I really, I wanted to, to write down. Um, she says, 
A long life has taught me that you can never truly be prepared for what people are capable of. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Gonzalez takes out the box that Weaver gave him and says that it's for Jaying. He puts it on the table and he goes, go on, open it. Fucking not until you tell me what it is, bitch. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, while Cal is being handcuffed, Sky asks May what happened to Coulson. May says they all thought that it was best for someone more objective to meet with Jaying. Sky says, Gonzalez sent a team of people to kill her just a few weeks ago. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for yes. bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, he's so objective. Um, and May says, he's a much better man than you think. Fucking why? <laughs> why would she? I don't. Why does she think that? Because he didn't kill her? Like, uh, did he brainwash May? Or something. <laughs> They're already using hydro technology. Maybe they started brainwashing <laughs> people. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, May does seem a little more herself, i.e. butthurt, when Skye asks why May isn't in the room either. Oh, what, you're not objective? I thought, I thought you were the most, like, zen objective person ever. Because you don't feel any feelings. Um, so Jiang opens the box and Gonzalez explains that after good man Col Phil Coulson killed Whitehall, they found this item in Whitehall's office. It's a, it's a traditional Chinese gift to ward off evil spirits, and it was what Jiang never got to give to Skye before she was taken. Um, which was, if that is like real <laughs> if that's actually what he was giving her i that's pretty cool actually um yeah i just don't trust him i don't trust anything that he says yeah i don't trust him as far as i can throw him and i'm very small so that is <laughs> not at all <laughs> yeah uh-huh um <laughs> i feel like it was probably like a tracking device or something um <laughs> Anyway, so May tells Skye, I hope your mother is everything you wanted her to be before she just walks away. What is happening? <laughs> Why? Why are you, like, saying goodbye? I don't... That was so cryptic, and I don't get it. I think... I'm assuming that May doesn't actually trust Gonzalez either, because why would you fucking say that? I don't I know. I don't know. I wasn't confused about this episode until, <laughs> until, <laughs> until I started now. Talking. And now I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm um, like, no, you're right. You're making good points. She really wasn't acting like her. What? <laughs> I don't know. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> There's another fake May. <laughs> Imagine. God. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, so Gonzalez continues his spiel, saying that he doesn't understand much about, quote, enhanced people, but he knows that sometimes good people get powers and sometimes bad people get powers, and S.H.I.E.L.D. is there to stop the bad ones. He asks that Jiang allow him to get to know her people, learn about them, keep a record of them, and then be there to stop any of them who try to do someone harm. And it's the keep a record of them that is the problem here. <laughs> yeah, just casually slip that in. Mm-hmm. Jiang takes a beat and says that she also has a gift for him. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that beat that she takes, I feel like was her kind of maybe making that final decision. I feel like she had like maybe a she was hoping that it would go well, but then that was like, okay, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Um, yeah. So she says that she also has a gift for, sh- for him. Maybe even something worth indexing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, she muses that every generation seems to fall into the same trap of profiling people for their differences. The only thing that makes people feel they are entitled to do that is fear. As she continues, Cal is escorted onto the Quinjet and Weaver finds mostly empty vials, presumably of his muscle milk, as Gordon called it. (laughs) And he looks pretty proud of himself and sweaty. So, (laughs) something's happening. What's going on there, Cal? (laughs) Jayane continues that fear is what caused her to do things she wouldn't normally do, like experimenting with Terrigen crystals when she realized that there were so few diviners. She says she realized that discovery requires experimentation. (laughs) She really has Gonzalez hooked in this moment. Honestly, he, like, had no thoughts in his brain. (laughs) (laughs) He was, like... He was listening. He was, like... He was listening intently. Yeah. He was, like, oh, I wonder what... I wonder where this story is going. I wonder what my present is going to (laughs) be. He was, like, yeah, discovery does require experimentation. That's so true. you're so right. (laughs) (laughs) She finally smashes the crystal and Gonzalez starts to turn from stone from the diviner metal inside the crystal dust. But before he's gone completely, she says, how dare you compare your scars to mine? And she's fucking right. (laughs) That pissed me off that he said that. (laughs) Um, She continues that she will never let her daughter be taken by an organization like she was to be experimented on and studied to be indexed. Gonzalez uses his last seconds to try and call her a crazy something. Um, <laughs> and then she takes his gun and shoots herself twice. The final exchange between Gonzalez and Jiang il- illustrates two compelling philosophies. Government control for perceived safety as espoused by Gonzalez versus individual freedom from intrusive government as espoused by Jiang. In the Marvel Universe, a similar discussion was seen in Captain America the Winter Soldier when Captain America told Director Fury the helicarriers were like holding a gun at everyone on Earth and calling it protection, and that it wasn't freedom, but instead fear. Ooh. Man. They're like... Parallel storylines are so cool. They're like, hey, you remember this lesson we taught you? 
We're going to bring it up again. Here's it again. Pop quiz. <laughs> what side are you on? Sky and the other Inhumans come running as Jaying stumbles outside of her office, saying that S.H.I.E.L.D. tried to kill her. This is war. Ah, and now they're not blindly following into following her into war, like she said. Now they have a reason. And honestly, I kind of agree with her, given this, the, like, new S.H.I.E.L.D. I get it. I get it. I get where she's coming from. Yeah. So now it's time for the post-content content. Your ending is always so good. Thank you. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. tries to call for Morse on the Quinchet radio while Ward and Kara finish up bind- while Ward and Kara finish up binding her arms and legs. This was the plan the whole time. Damn. Kara wants to just kill Morse now, but Ward says they should wait, dig in, do the work, and then they can get actual closure. Does he mean burying her? Like, what is he talking about? Ah! This episode. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? Overall Um, thoughts. First of all, the editing of this episode was so choppy and the the scenes were so short. It made me feel like I was having a panic attack the whole time, which I feel like was palpable. <laughs> but like like so much was happening overall and there was so much chaos that like I guess they just couldn't have very much happen per scene because then everybody would be communicating too much and that would just ruin everything. <laughs> Yeah, they had to cut it for time. Yeah. Like, it had to be an hour. <laughs> um, it ha- I mean, that was a good cliffhanger at the end, but I did not like this episode overall. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Clearly. Um, I don't really have any, just that I wasn't confused about this episode until just now. <laughs> Now I'm like, man, can't wait to see what happens. Wish I remembered. (laughs) We'll find out together. (laughs) Yeah. I remember vaguely, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) So, that concludes our episode on Season 2, Episode 20, Scars. I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, we'll be covering Season 2, Episode 21, SOS Part 1, so stay tuned for that. Okay, bye! Bye, love you!